Hey, 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 and welcome to a brand new edition of the Fans of Power podcast. I'm Tyler Baker, and uh, rounding out the roundtable as always is Nasty Nate Kenny and the Rotten Amato, Joe Amato. Gentlemen, yes. are we doing all right this uh, wonderful, calm, cool, tickly day in uh, Virginia? Uh, at least calm, for me, Nathan. Calm, and, calm and cool? Dude, it was hot as shit outside. I'm I quoting was... Jaws the Revenge. That's what I I'm thought... doing there. Now, there's a quote for you, Zentron. Um, <laughs> Well, I went and mowed the yard, and I was, like, sweating my balls off the whole time, so... Uh, well, yeah. no, it was a wonderful one. I'm just quoting a lot. I know, I know you are, but I have to call you out on it, because everyone's going to be like, what? Who? Oh, yeah, that that, that Jaws sequel? Nah. That's oh, what well, most people do. Me- I, I like it, too, but I'm just saying. Memorable. Yeah, see, you know, you know, I intend to start a revolution for certain films, not to turn the world and say it's a... Wow, it's a masterpiece. No, that's not ever, never the case with this Where's stuff, my bucket? It, yeah, well, you said you just like Jaws for it. Joe, I think we'll make Joe uh, a believer out of it at some point as well. Even though he laughed at it when, you know, when he watched it and he was like, oh, Voodoo was involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit that had, had me question it, but no, it was still fine. It was good. Because yeah, I got to think I only remember really seeing one years ago and then part three in the theaters, which I just completely forgot about. It just wasn't memorable. But uh, yeah, so I had to go back and see the other ones, then at least get them into my head. And, you know, that's and what I like I, about this is that we managed to work in Jaws sequels into a He-Man podcast. Again, we continue to break new ground every single week. We're always going to give you something that you never expect to hear on this podcast. And talking to Jaws sequels in a He-Man podcast by God, we're breaking new ground tonight again. And we were just constantly, we're setting records, whether you like it or not, or you give a shit or not. We are constantly giving you something that you've never experienced on a He-Man podcast. We at least try. And I, I don't think I should be sweating like last week. I, I have the window cracked. I don't need a fan right now because, well, it's been kind of cool out there raining. And what did I did you is you can't see. Fan, Joe? Uh, no, I, I did not. I, um, they didn't have one at uh, Dollar Tree. <laughs> I'm sure he. Tell- I'm sure he just walked past somewhere, and there was like some old box fan just sitting against the building. He's like, "That'll do." I would have loved it, but what I did was I took a pin and I popped these little teeny microscopic pinholes all into my mask, so they're not visible, but it's ventilated. So was your was but, you, uh, were you still wearing the mask when you did it? Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? Here, I'm gonna poke it right now. And boom, 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 Acupuncture with Joe Amato. <laughs> right but uh so um yeah i'm gonna say hello to everybody in the chat room and of course we're getting all your questions it's a big fan question episode or q a episode but of course we have a main topic that we'll talk about as well with a reveal but let me try to get everybody if i miss somebody i apologize and we always have nathan to get my back and that's why i'm gonna hit that live chat button now because that's the thing that i always screw up with we had zentron we had febmon uh jobber dg and uh, let me get down a little bit more uh Zen Brown. Um, so let's go on Grimbots here. Uh, it was uh, Ryan. See, notice I just said Ryan. Patrick O'Keefe. I, I didn't want to butcher Ryan's and everything. Papa Hud's uh, 69. Cags Media and Animation. And what? Well, Wiley Walt. And I think that might be everybody that's at least uh, said something. So I tried to get all you guys. But well, we might as well get to the first reveal. I mean, the first thing. It's the reveal of that San Diego Comic-Con two-pack of He-Man, Prince Adam, in vintage five-and-a-half-inch form. And it's a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. It's supposed to be 40 bucks. So I'm sure people that go to the show, that's great. They might have some leftover. Maybe. They said if they have leftovers, they'll try to put it on Mattel's site a couple days afterwards. But it's, it's vintage style. But it has more articulation. So it has like, you know, at the elbows, the knees, uh, 
wrists are, they have uh, interchangeable too. They have interchangeable hands. Something that's never been done. Now the thing is, almost everywhere I went to, people were freaking out and in love with them. I mean, I know I am because what's funny is when classics came out. People, of course, loved it, but then there's a lot of the vintage fans, as you know, in all these groups. There's some people that are just so hard, you know, so hardcore vintage. They're like, I don't want classics. They said, we should, you know, I'd like to get more vintage figures. And then when they released some vintage style figures like Super 7 or any, you know, when they would do stuff, there's fans that said, I don't like them. There's not enough articulation. So in a way, it's kind of given the most, I mean, the best of both worlds, because I know you're never going to please both sides. But no, for me, but that, just that alone, someone who's a, a classics aficionado and it looks at Vince's like, it's just not articulated. It just kind of feel like, who the hell are you? You know, it just. There's, you know, that's the thing. In, in the fandom, I'll be honest, I never really collected much figures besides, like I said, back in the day when He Man was out. And then after that, I went to video games and girls and other things. I really wasn't into figures. So I didn't get to experience all the lines like a lot of the Marvel and DC stuff where they have all these like 30 points of articulation. Yeah, but that's, that's so, not necessarily the point, though. Like if you're doing anything that's a, a, a retro action figure feel, typically 80s or late 70s, the articulation was bare minimum. We're limited. talking maybe yeah. five points at most. So for anyone to come along and – I mean, come on. Unless you clearly have no, you, you're a toy fan and have never done your research and like just toys in general. And I'm not saying like saw not every toy line that was made in the last 30, 40 years, but you don't, you just don't have a, you're not a student of the game in terms of like, you know, what toys have come before your favorite ones, you know, what was popular, what wasn't, you know, had the advancements in articulation and things like that. I just kind of feel like, you really are clueless as a toy fan to, to look at, you know, a vintage style figure and, th and just turn your nose up at it as if like Joe found it in the dumpster and like, isn't this great? Oh man, it's garbage. Put that shit back well, you, in there, you know? No, you know, what's weird is, I mean, again, I mean, anybody, anything anybody likes, that's fine. But when I seen it sometimes where you're right, when I would make a post of the vintage figures and people, even the masters fans, some of them said, I've gotten so used to the classics and all the articulation. I love the design. They said, I don't feel like looking back towards the 80s. And again, that's that's their prerogative. But, I mean, I love and embrace, you know, just everything I can, whatever I can afford, which I haven't been able to afford much lately. But these things, it was just like gold to me. I was like, this is such a damn genius move. You're taking those vintage figures. You're giving them. And, hell, they're even kind of one-upping classics, in my opinion, from to some extent, meaning the interchangeable hands. I don't know if this is going to be for every single set of figures they release, but just know that, was, that wasn't an option for classics. Can you do that when you heat it up with a blow dryer? Sure. But for these, that's a hell of a cool option. So now you can kind of get your vintage figure doing the pulling back for the sword in a pose. I mean, I love it. And what's cool is Eric Mays, one of the four horsemen, he jumped into my post when I did that. And he said, if you think those are awesome, just wait until you see what we've got planned for the rest of the line. I'm like, Oh, shit. Wait a second. That means we're getting more of this goodness. And he went in a little bit of a detail, and that's what I wanted to read. He wanted to talk about that I guess they planned, or I, if, if I'm not mistaken, he kind of described it like when they created for the other figures the designs of the, the articulation, it was slightly different. Not more, because I thought he meant more points of articulation. He just said it was different. And he doesn't know if the rest of the figures that they're doing will be done like these two, Adam and He-Man, because I guess they said that the Four Horsemen did not do Prince yeah. Adam and He-Man, for those that were wondering. 
but all these other ones that are you know supposed to be coming they've done so he, he said they're not sure though what the final design will be like that will they be just like these or maybe will mattel have incorporated the different ways they articulate so i got super excited but i mean i'd love to hear nathan's opinion and of course yours tyler but in 40 bucks i mean again i know this is san diego comic-con exclusive but when you put it into perspective is okay if these are going to be individually you know individual figures makes you think these could possibly i'm hoping possibly be 14.99 to 19 i don't know if this is retail also or if it's just going to be online and of course that amazing art that was done for that box set Axel Jimenez, you know, our buddy, he did the line art for all that. And I know there was other artists that worked on with coloring and inking. I apologize. I don't know who they are. But there was many people involved with that box art, which is beautiful. But I'll pass it to you guys. I messaged Tyler and I was like, uh, am I kind of missing something here? Like, I get the, arti yeah, the articulation aspect of it. But at the same time, I'm like, and I've already seen it in the chat. Most uh, a handful of people are like, I'm not going to just dive in and just start collecting another line of these things again. Uh, sure. It's hard. I, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the bigger question is this means after snake mountains, super seven is essentially out and Mattel's jumping back in. Is that kind of the vibe that I'm, I'm getting well, out of this? Well, that, again, that's a thing that some people, which are going to be some of the questions that we'll kind of address as well. Um, and by the way, T dog and uh, Jason Johnston, thank you for joining us. But some people are wondering, does this mean this is the, end of super seven doing it because they showed the power con figures and i know last time we when uh tal and i when we had val on we said well are those going to be produced through mattel or super seven at that time i think he said he wasn't quite sure or maybe he wasn't allowed to say i couldn't remember how that went but now you've seen that those power con classic figures of that slime pit he-man and the others are mattel that's doing it and of course mattel is going to be doing these of course we know super seven is still delivering snake mountain but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we have to wait to San Diego Comic-Con, and I know that there's people that have the inside scoop on stuff. Even if I was to know that, I don't like knowing that information, so I don't know. <laughs> is this, like, thing, Tyler, is this is like movie that, trailers though. to Joe? He's like, I, I can't. I can't see that. I don't want to know. I it's just, true. Uh, it's like, I don't one of the figures to... coming out, I, you know what? I don't want to know that either. Yeah, so I don't know. I actually, and I don't know if, Tyler, if you've heard anything in the stirrings and around, but I don't know if Super 7 will be done with five and a half inch and six and a half inch. Maybe they'll just continue with reaction. I'm not sure. I, I'd imagine that if Mattel, because we're talking, we're probably going to our third year of this discussion of Mattel is trying to get back in the game of, of dabbling in Masters of the Universe in some form or, or another. And there's just been kind of this idea that people are like, well, that Mattel's laying around, but we really can't say anything. Or Mattel's, uh, they're looking to, you know, take part in this, but we really can't say anything. You know, even back when Brian was on the podcast with us, um, you know, that Mattel was trying to get back in. And last year, they showcased just generic vintage figures, wanting enough that draws interest. And, you know, obviously, this is kind of what they're going for, even though I think they didn't do a very good job of like trying to pique interest when all they're doing is just kind of throwing out some, you know, figures that are just not very original or, or doesn't really get peak people's interest. Like what's Mattel doing? What is this about? You know, this did a very lazy job of trying to draw interest. Um, and I, I'm sure like, you know, it's he man, and Adam, you know, again, um, but the idea and the box, you know, I was intrigued and believe me, $40 for a con exclusive from San Diego based on what NECA and others are asking for $40 is peanuts at this point. Yeah. 
And it's two so, figures. That's what I mean. It's like a hell yeah. of a deal and a collector art box and everything. Yeah. Uh, so, I, but I, I do feel like with Super Seven essentially kind of saying that Snake Mountain has become their big focal point right now. I'd imagine, not that it's true, but with them saying they're going to be tackling turtles and Toxie, hopefully Toxic Crusaders, the rest of them are coming, and you know Voltron and some other things, they might be like, all right, well, Mattel's going to take He-Man back. We need something else, which they go to Playmates and you get Toxic Crusaders and you get Turtles. If they plan on doing class, you know, the Turtles in Classics form the same time as He-Man. And Conan. And Conan. Yeah. It's it's hard. I mean, they've got a lot, wide library of characters to do, and they can just keep going and going and going and going with that. So, they can definitely make use of that buck. Either way, you're right, because yeah. if Mattel is going to get Masters back for that style buck, then you're right, at least Super 7. Like you said, this is all speculation, but it kind of could make sense that they could go for all these other properties and at least continue with that buck style, but with many different properties. Yeah, and plus, it kind of makes sense that he said that the person who had the rights to the live-action uh, likenesses and, and the designs would not greenlight it with Mattel being involved. Well, since Super 7 was involved in putting that out, we got them greenlit. Now that Mattel's back in the game, that might be the swan song for Super 7. They gave us movie figures, and they gave us Snake Mountain, and they bow out gracefully and work on Turtles, Voltron, Conan, and who knows what's going to be announced at San Diego. Or they may still be doing stuff. It's hard to say, but I figure if Mattel is pushing a vintage style or the break or re-releasing their figures with the articulation. Um, I kind of find it hard to believe that Super 7 would continue to keep releasing more and more vintage-style like filmation, as seen on TV figures kind of thing, if Patel is going to be doing so, pretty much the same thing. Um, right. But uh, it's all speculation, just kind of putting together pieces that we, I, I've read or, or things that we're seeing here that's, you know, these guys can't come out and just say, well, here it is. I mean, that's going to be saved for San Diego, which we got maybe about a month to go at this point. Just a little so, over a month, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah over you got to have some kind of – you got to have something to wait for. I mean, you're right. It, it's, it uh, just, and I told Nathan before, like, you know, because me and him, we've been, like, losing our shit over, like, NECA stuff here recently and, you know, that they were putting out. But I said, but with Mattel getting back in the game with He-Man and Super 7 announcing – way back to doing turtles i'd imagine there's gonna be announcements for turtle figures who knows what else from super seven and the four horsemen didn't work on these two so i'm pretty much betting the farm that we will get he-man figures by the four horsemen from mattel at san diego this year i would hope in at least six to eight figures that the horsemen have done um and I, 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 the only thing I didn't like about this uh, release is that I thought the Adam, Adam face sculpt was not very good. It, it felt like it was from something else. The rest of it looked very, very well done. Like they, they went back and used claw. I like the best. Yeah, yeah I like the, that the best. Claw, I like that they it did. It looked great. Yeah. And the human figure looked nice. The box, of course, was like one of the selling points. And Axel worked on it. You're gonna get my money on it for that anyway. But just I love the knife and the boot too. I love oh, that knife and the boot too. Well, all those little pieces cool. were, were nice little additions, yeah. but I'm just I I really hope um, that Mattel is you know going to push forward and stop holding on to 2000X and the variant bullshit. They're, they're smart businessmen like we expect them to be. But I don't know what why that didn't work and what can work now. So I have faith that you know by this point they ought to learn what you know the mistakes that need to be avoided and. Um, 
and celebrate the hell. I'm just curious what the name, like, Origins, you know, I'll support it. But I, and, and my, my, my biggest, one of my biggest gripes with, like, what Super 7 was doing is I hated those face sculpts for those filmation figures. I didn't think they looked very good at all and were not really worth justifying buying the same figures over and over again, for me personally. But with this, you kind of feel like, well, Tyler, you, you were crapping on, like, re-releasing the same figures over and over again. I, I'm curious to see when they call it Origins, are we talking like concept figures, like based on like Mark Taylor's illustrations, like a more yeah, the origins, that's a, Skeletor? I, like, I'll agree. Of, what is that? You know, the origins is an interesting title because I mean, I, I admit from the get go when I heard it, I was like, I'm just in my head. I hear X Men Origins, Resident Evil Origins. I was like, God, there's no oomph behind this. It sounds yeah, well, that's your so vanilla, shitty movies, you know? Isn't it? It, it? No, it is. But I was like, it sounds like there's no impact with it. But you're right. I guess if there's a meaning, but the thing is, it's like you're right. There's so many meanings. Uh, you know, you could think, like you said, Mark Taylor's ideas, the stuff how you know how people say Alcala. Uh, you know, but of course, a lot of people say, hey, well, Alcala is basically based off of Mark Taylor. But then you could say Texera stuff. You could say Bruce Tim. You could say Larry Houston. That's like, what are all these origins going to be? But I mean, it gets you intrigued, it gets you pumped. I mean, I guess the reason I'm most excited and quickly, Aaron Voorhees and Adam Gabbard, thank you for joining us. And Rick Poe popped up and Cal Red. So a lot of people popping in. So and we'll get to your questions. Trust, trust me, we got to get some others. But um, anyways, I guess the reason I was so excited is, like I said, I. I can't really afford the big expensive figures and I'm hoping, and I don't know if it is, if these are reasonably priced at under 20 bucks, I was like, Joe might actually be able to start buying some figures again. I'd like to get it. But like you said, there are the people that do say, damn, I don't really have room for a whole nother line. I don't want to invest in a whole nother line. But then there's others that say, I would want it. So, I mean, if it's something that at least is going to please people and if there's those that can afford them all and have them displayed in the room, great. And if not, then I know a lot of people like shifting their figures, but this is the first line that's got me excited in a while. And that I think it's maybe just in my head because of maybe price. Well, just knowing that the horsemen are working on a vintage line of He-Man figures like that. Oh, hell that, yeah. That, yeah. That, that draws. And I think Nathan would, it would be very curious about this as well, too. Like I, even though it's an exclusive, which means they're just throwing this out to pique your interest. It's He-Man and Adam and a nice, you know, two pack, the dual identity kind of thing. Um, to kind of sell the articulation, like I, I, I was generally, it really like grabbed my attention. Was I losing sleep? I'm like, oh my god, like no, but I'm like, huh, this, this, um, all right, you know, I'm excited to see that what Mattel has at their sleeves, and I mean, with the horseman behind, it, I'm not going to question or wonder, or like, mm, I don't know, guys, they with those guys on board, you know, is. Long as I mean, I just kind of, I, I just, it's hard for me to believe that it's just strictly going to be when, when they end, like this is the figures the horseman done. Ah, uh, Skeletor again, it's Beastman again, it's Stratus again, it's T. Like I, I like to think that they're going to mix it up and maybe they will give us an icer or something like that. You know, something that kind of like, or um. I mean, hell, I mean, it's, I just... No, you're right. We could get anything, whether it's from yeah, the cartoon it, or from the comics. Hell, they could even do MYP figures in that vintage style. You never know what they could deliver. Either way, it just, it does, it catches your attention, and it's intriguing. And uh, Juan, who joined us in the chat room, said, you know, once more classics, and it would be great. Oh, oh God, the Ocean, the Experience has just popped. Wait, I don't wait a second. Wait, I don't know if that's oh, 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 look, there's Jack Daniels. And 
real quick, I don't know what that link is for Ocean the Experience, so I don't know if that's a uh, uh, spam or anything. So you guys might not want to click it unless he can confirm it's something he man. I'm not quite sure, but even then, be careful. I just don't remember if some, we've had somebody like that in the chat room before. I'm trying to watch everybody's back. That's all. Nothing against you, Ocean. I just didn't know if that was spam. But yeah, it's like you said, it could be anything. <laughs> just click on it. it and it's would... just like a, a JPEG of just <laughs> porn. No, just a JPEG of spam. I can spam. Gotcha. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, they could. Oh, oh wait. Uh, Ocean said it's from the MTV. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for confirming that. If he's saying it's from the MTV News, I think that's what was posted today. They showed that Noah Cent uh, Centineo, who could be playing He Man if the movie does come out in 2021, has buffed up a little bit. So yeah, I'm, I'm, already from, I'm already seeing from the picture. He definitely looks a little bit like bigger yeah, that's what i mean he could get some like i said he can get some weight so we'll see i'm not judging i'm not gonna piss all over everything if he can bulk it up we'll see what he can do anthony albanese thank you for joining us and i'm glad you clarified that oshan i appreciate that but um no for more classics i'd hope they could continue that i'll admit i did get excited with the thought of mattel doing this stuff again absolutely nothing against super seven it's just i haven't bought anything except those uh those glow-in-the-dark ones up there those uh Terror, the curse of the three terror yeah the curse of the three terror figures but i've got nothing else and it's nothing against them i just didn't have the money you didn't get evil mean, seed and shadow weaver no i i, I no you I hypocrite i didn't have it's just the money i didn't have the oh, money i wanted them shit man like <laughs> i wanted them I put it and you just sitting pissing and shitting all over everybody who likes 2000x evil scene like i gotta get it man i gotta have it uh i just uh, i spent it on like coke and horse the cheapest kind and i don't have any more <laughs> you're talking to a guy that's trying to get a fan from the dollar tree for god's sakes i wanted yeah, a dollar you do fan. because you're just a cheap man in general even if you were like a, a wealthy uh like mob boss uncle in your <laughs> leaves you a garbage bag full of hundred dollar bills you would be the cheapest man on the planet man <laughs> Oh, You'd still be okay. using the local garbage dumps and the junkyards and, and whatever. Going to McDonald's and buying the dollar menu. Going it's, to Wendy's and 99 cents, four nuggets in a little box and eating a nugget a day because you're just cheap that Oh, Christ. Hey, I mean, if you can save money. But, um, no, so uh, I just, I don't know. I guess I got giddy here in the thought of Mattel still doing stuff. But like you said, Super Stebbin, if they could carry on with that six and a half inch buck with their figures. But I'm thinking we're going to have a really fantastic show coming up uh next month for san diego comic con i just i can't wait to see what they show i guess the other thing is along with seeing the figures like we talked about the art like will we get some of that cool style art for every card back i mean it's great errol mccarthy did you know card art and the designs for some of the super seven stuff but it'd be great if we could still even continue that with this new origins line or even if they draw as an homage to certain artists based off of whatever figure they do. Maybe that could give us the hopes of picture this. What if they did do a Geldor? Finally, we get Geldor, vintage articulated style, and Larry Houston could do that, you know, fake mini comic cover and do the card back art. I'd be pissing my pants. I mean, picture that. That would be something. And Joe still wouldn't buy it. Yeah. And my ass still wouldn't buy it. And he'd be too cheap to actually buy new pants. He'd just sit in his piss-soaked pants. I'm sorry, it just costs too much money. i just flip them inside out, you know, or put them on backwards. Christ, I really am cheap. But, there, uh, there's uh, just a lot right. of questions with this. Like, yeah. how how far will it go? Uh, is Mattel coming back solely because you know the the movie's starting to gain momentum and they want it back so they can be do more? Will, will, yeah. As you said earlier, will it be online only, or will it actually go out to retail? So there's a lot of stuff. 
It's exciting. And, no, and, and it it, honestly, it, it's good for me because finally now I'm smart enough that I'd be like, all right, if this is going to go for a while, I can start from the beginning and yeah. I don't have to pay crazy <laughs> eBay prices anymore. Yay. That would be great. And it would be cool if what if they did pop up back in the stores. I mean, that, that, is that, 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 would, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I, I, know, feel, I feel like if you want to get them at the price point, Joe, that you're wanting, I think retails like if they go that avenue, that's going to be your best bet to get them cheaper. If it ends up being yeah. online only, you're probably not going to get them for the price. Sake. Right, right. I, I'm thinking that, like I said, it's just they are trying to generate the buzz. I mean, the movie, it sounds like they're really trying to go forward with it, even though I'm that one that always says I still ain't getting excited until it's super, super going to be confirmed. But it seems like something's in the it's in the mist, you know, like something's happening. But if it could pop up at stores, it'd be great. I think I could actually afford that. But, but that's just um okay. Well, that's covering that. Now we're gonna get to some of the fan questions first that we had online. Then you guys can start popping them up in the chat room. I'm sure a lot of it might double up with it seems like what we're gonna say. But uh, even some well, of the questions will probably be that. Go Tyler, ahead. Tyler, before uh, we get going, uh, just kind of stand up, show what's on your tank top. It's been oh. asked, but what what was okay. on there? It's the uh, Earl Norm Cosmic Battle of He-Man and Skeletor. That so is there, a nice. There piece. we go. Yeah, it's on Redbubble. If you guys want your one shirt, there's uh the 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 guy who posts this also has the Roboto Earl Norm, uh poster uh that you can put on a t-shirt, baseball tank, tank top, whatever it is. It's available on Redbubble. Um, I forgot how I, I think if you just want to search for like Roboto, you might want to pull that up and just click on the guys you know, what, what else he's done, you should be able to find it. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that and the information. And hopefully maybe people could find the help. Maybe we can get the link in the, uh, you know, in the description eventually for people to click on it. If they want to yeah. find it, but, um, all right, well, I'll start off the, I see there's a lot, a few more questions here than what was on the other day. Um, okay. Yeah, this Joe. First one. Okay. This first one's a little strange. And I, like I said, I'll, you know, you guys anything, ask anything. So, ask anything. It doesn't have to be Masters Universe related either. This is a little uh, freaky. Anything. I mean, I can't even picture you two answering this. Even me, because I I'll let you know I've never seen this movie. But um, Ryan Faulkner said, "An evil scientist is creating a human centipede formed from you and two Masters of the Universe uh, characters. Who would be the front and back, and why?" Well, um, first let me say, Frost I like a Glimmer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, um, well, um, absolutely. First, let me say, I, but you know, I, I might, I might, I might throw in, you know, Lady Edwina from She Demon of Phantos, but uh, Frosty and Glimmer are always going to be probably at the forefront. Maybe Cassis Crowley, because she got that big head of hair and she's hot as hell too. <laughs> she probably smells really good too. So, um, as long as I'm smack dab in the middle there, I, I have interchangeable parts for that one, preferably from the planet <laughs> of Etheria. There are some on Eternia. Well. I'm glad um, that we're if, if I was going to live on the edge, I'd go with Shakoti, man, because those fangs she's got. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we're say, starting it off but, this way. I, there's no other way to start the Q and A portion of the podcast. Just yeah, people his, know. Well, I'm not afraid to tackle anything. Joe, on the other hand, Nathan, well, here, no, no, they, you know. Well, just quickly, the human centipede. I don't know if he's making reference to that damn sick what movie that I've never watched. Reference to? Yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never watched that movie. I've heard. Neither have I. I just heard the. Yeah, I was like, that's a sick ass. That is sick for somebody to make a movie like that. But I would hope Did. that maybe, Did. let's say, 
Yeah, let, let's hope that Lucky, I don't know, shit, you know, rainbow candy or something, so I could be in the middle, get something good, and then I could crap it into straddles because I hate straddles. That's the only <laughs> thing I could think of because I was like, I just, I well, was he clearly doesn't have my, having straddles his lips sewed to his ass. That's what it says about Joe, you know. Just... There, there, there. Go ahead, Nathan. You answer I, I, that. I, I don't. I, I legit don't have an answer for that. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. That's okay. I, I mean, yeah. I, I I would probably go uh more the avenue of Tyler's answer as opposed to to Joe's. I'll I'll leave it at that. Yeah, Next Joe, question. Went, Joe went the dirty route. I kept it clean and tasteful. Yeah, no, that that's good. I, I respect you for that. I just I guess no, I had answered that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I try. Um, Alex Jones says two questions. What are your thoughts on the new vintage He-Man figures? Well. Alex, we, we covered, we basically just said that. So I, I we answered that one for you. But We're the second question. Him, oh, yeah. The, the, I, I, all right. The, the, the second part of this question, I, we can make that quick and cut and dry. Uh, Joe, go ahead. It, it'll be quick because, I mean, if I was to do a show on it, because I could really dissect what he's asking uh, next. And I mean, it would be with logic. But, but we don't need that. What do you think of the new She-Ra cartoon? It's, I, I, uh, I don't like just, it. Just, it's just a, direct him towards the, the, the episode you guys did on it. Yeah, because believe me, after seeing season two, all of it, there's even more things really I could dissect, but I don't want to do it in this episode. Next week, I might actually say, because people might wonder, what are you talking about? But let's just say the, she the character of She-Ra really is irrelevant in this, this new cartoon, meaning she's rarely ever addressed as She-Ra. She rarely ever appears. She almost has no presence. It's like she is a secondary, secondary character, and everybody else takes the forefront. She barely appears in the episode. She barely does anything. It's like this show could exist without She-Ra. And when she is She-Ra, they call her Adora. Even the heroic, I mean, the uh, Great Rebellion, any of the evil warriors or the Horde, they still call her Adora. It's like then her presence is meaningless. There's, it's such a disrespect to this powerful warrior that's supposed to be there to save the day that when you're in trouble, you're hoping she comes to you. And when Adora transforms into She-Ra, it's this magical moment that's unforgettable. You don't even feel that in this new cartoon. So, but I'm I'm done. I, I won't see no more. I, Alex, no, I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Joe's response from that when I go to like add the the music and send it off to Doug to be posted on Podbean or whatever. I'm just going to take that segment right there, and I'm going to upload it to my own link and just put it in the description of every show. Just be like, here's our thoughts on Shira, and also. Just like I said. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that go. that, that so, covers me because I didn't watch season one. Yeah, Tyler didn't watch it. Yeah, exactly. minutes of it. The I like it, it was bad, and then the breaking point for for me was the prom episode. I still powered through, but man, that was tough. That was. Tough. Let me just say for anybody who has who's ever wondered about this. Yes, we hate it. Does that mean we're sexist or racist or some nonsense? Like hell, no. If you like it, no, because we wouldn't idiot? be here. No. Yeah, we, yeah. Exactly. We're saying, if they yes, like it, we, yeah, if you yeah. like it, but we well, are we are going to say it's a shitty cartoon. Yeah, for, more for power kids to like adults it. or whoever for this property, it's a shitty cartoon. But that does yeah. not make us think less of anybody who likes it, and exactly. we expect that's you to not think less of us because that's our opinion. We don't. And like we're not it. coming after you for it. I mean, I and think less of both of you anyway. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, Thank but you. we're not I, on trial here for that. We're not. We're not addressing Nathan's opinions of us. You know, but I do. I, you but I do. I respect anybody that likes it. If they like it, that's great. Yeah. I'm just giving my opinion. Yeah. Like I said, if you like it, fantastic. It's just, it's. I just gave my honest opinion. But um, okay. Uh, Kyle Kendall says, 
um, how do you feel about the new Origins line, or how do you feel the new Origins line will uh, mesh people just with the vintage? As if, like we had no idea we were going to cover this tonight. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, hold up. No, Kyle Kendall said, "How do you feel the new Origins line will mesh with the vintage line?" As a vintage collector, I won't be buying new versions of my existing characters, mm -hmm. but I am hoping for five and a half inch releases of characters that never made it into the vintage line, like Slammerai, Lizard Man, Plasmar, Strobo, Strongarm, Lord Grasp. Count Marzo and Geldor. Those are all fucking awesome choices, by yeah. the way. I love every one you just said. I'd buy them all. But um, uh, I think they'll mesh pretty good. Of course, I'm not going to display them, you know, vintage ones. But could they, you know, mesh with there? Yeah, of course they can. I know that it might look a little different or a little slight crumb taller, but I think they'd fit fine. But I understand what you mean. Somebody might not want to get every damn vintage yeah. figure we've already had again. But and I like I'd his like choices. to think that I know Mattel's going to want to generate the general public to get reintroduced to this if this movie actually comes you know gets off the ground or whatever but you also i mean there's a lot of people who still are not uh, aware of he-man still being in existence so i get he-man sculpture but for god's sakes give us a prince daycon or a lord mask or lizard man in the mix and i i trust the four horsemen to kind of throw out these ideas like come on tell like let's not do the same you know, first wave of the original line again. Let's throw in a couple of curveballs here to to get the hardcore fans who've stayed with He Man all this time to not make it make them feel like you got to buy the same damn 10, 12 figures over and over again. And that's pretty much it. Just a little bit more articulation and a couple of extra perks. That I have firm faith that you know they'll throw us at least one curveball to let us know, hey, it ain't just about re-releasing these figures with the more articulation. We would we would get Lizard Man that looks like it fits with the vintage line. A Prince. I think we're gonna get him. So I really cool. do. Yeah, I think we will get some of that. I really have faith in that, and especially if these sell well. Which by, by the response of just when I post on my wall, when people look like they lost their minds just in excitement, and that's just on my wall. It's not including all the damn pages that do it. I think this line will sell very well and will get us the characters that we didn't have in vintage form before. So it would be great to see an icer and a Shikoti and mask yeah. and all of them in that stock. I'd love it. You know, yeah, a lot of possibilities. So I, I think Origins kind of be, could be like a uh, an overall name for this, like it just all encompassing kind of thing. So that's kind of what I feel like they might be going for. But okay, you know, I, I sympathize. All right, and uh, our buddy Grimbot had a question. Is okay, he said I got a question. <laughs> and I think it's first a, a mess around with this question, then a more serious. But he says, "Are you saying that Mattel isn't giving He-Man a Netflix-style makeover with the Origins line?" Uh, no, we're not no. sad at all. No. We're uh, over ecstatics. <laughs> but thanks, no, Rob. I just kind of feel like there needs to be a resurgence, or someone has to come along that says, "Enough of this happy horseshit with bubblegum coated all over it." We need a serious take on this stuff. And as of right now, that's not what's popular, or at least what they're telling is. You know, people don't want the serious stuff. So I just kind of feel like all the all the giddy, the kitty and happy and light and fluffy stuff. That trend has got to go out before I, I feel like a legitimate shot at He Man again can be like treated with the respect it deserves. Because otherwise, it's going to come out with something where people are going to talk themselves into liking it when they're really deep down. Like, oh my god, I don't want to admit that it sucks, but if I don't, then we won't get anything. And like, don't believe in that stuff. So I, I just, I'm, I'm glad nothing. Will, Nothing is happening right now because I had no faith yeah. in the movie or anything else for that matter. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Hey, we'll wait, see how... anything at all. Tyler has no faith in. Well, anything. because no one, no one's actually going to give it dignity. It's just they just they hire just you know the laziest 
you know, higher guns than can just come in and collect the paycheck. Here it is. You know, I'd do it for free. Hire me. I'll do it for free. I will give you quality. And when I prove <laughs> myself, then you pay me, you know, but. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot. It seems like so far there's been a lot of questions that have popped up, and then we'll eventually get to the chat room stuff. But the a lot of the questions that were asked online on Facebook were seemed like about this line. But uh, Grimbot also said a more serious question: What would you prefer in Origins line? A multiverse and stories set in various continuities, thus opening doors for all sorts of variants. A Frankenstein story like the classic bios stories set in one continu- continuity. If so, which one? I mean, I like that question. And you know what's weird is I don't know if you're referring to if they do mini comics, uh, Grimbot. I didn't know if that's what you meant. I don't know if that's a context. But, I mean, if there were mini comics, I would love something just – and I'm not going to sit there and say like Alcala. I would just like something to where at least it's what we recognized and knew with at least if there's continuity, acknowledging things that happened in a previous – you know, comic, but not to where I got to buy Geldors to go to Icers, to go to Shikotis. You know what I mean? Like if they keep introducing, introducing characters, I don't want it to be one flowing story where it's like picking up where it left off. Have your one-off stories for each of these characters. Have it set in just one kind of universe, but acknowledge things that happened in the past or other issues. At least it, no reference. You know what I mean? Not to where I had to read that to understand this next one. But I mean, I like that question, but yeah, it would be just great just to have one kind of continuity and one little yeah. kind of universe of stories. But, yeah. I don't know if you want to expand I mean, Tyler I, I, and Nathan. Problem is like you bring in a Ceratus and a Lord Dactus in the same scenario where you've got a Slamurai and a Strobo. You know, I, yeah. don't, I don't want to feel like, except King Grayskull, he does not exist, nor should he ever exist. Hero is the definitive ancestor of He-Man and the source of Grayskull and He-Man's power. End of story. That's my only gripe. Anything else, throw in. Just as okay. long as Hero is acknowledged as the sole source of the power of Grayskull. Wouldn't it be a kick Drop in the, the nuts mind. if the first what if the first character they showed at San Diego Comic Con single carded was King Grayskull in vintage style? I think Tyler he's like, that's it, I'm done. Tyler I think, it, I, think I would have to have like, you know, just for like the, the YouTube views alone, just have a public hanging right here, you know, just <laughs> Or you got one sent for free, and for whatever reason, you set it on fire like you did for that one comic a couple years ago. I just, you know, (laughs) I I don't see that happening, but I I just, I mean, come on, even Val Staples admits that character sucks balls, man. It's just a terrible character. (laughs) And uh, Val, Val, you know, comes out and he's just like, come on, dude, it's a lame character. That's saying something. So. All right. Um, this one, Hold I think on. we might even be able to get Nathan into the mix here because uh, Jeff uh, Chiapello, he has two. He has one that's kind of a statement that leads into the question. But he says, Joe, I think this new reveal has turned the Masters of the Universe community on its head. Mattel making Masters again, Origins inspired figures, the preparation for the 2021 movie figures, the possible discontinuation of Classics line, the possible discontinuation of the film, Filmation 5.5-inch line, and the possible discontinuation of Super 7 putting out any Masters-related products besides Reaction. So it leads into a question. He says, what are your thoughts on Mattel? For example, he said they left the Masters community high and dry, and Super 7 came in and kept uh, providing collectors with more He-Man. Then once the heavy hitting, or, or excuse me, then once the heavy lifting of Snake Mountain is done, 
Mattel seems that uh, there's still a market and comes back and takes Masters back from Super 7. Well, I, I don't really know how, if it's really that's how it went down. I understand no, what you're I mean, but... Uh, this stuff happens yeah. way in advance. I mean, look, exactly. Mattel, Mattel has been trying to get back into this. We're talking at least three years, if not more, so... I think the no. movie has really generated wanting to possibly say, okay, maybe we could get this going again how it used to be. And like you said, continue with vintage style and these and classics. I don't think Mattel is not going to be done with classics. I doubt that's going to happen. I believe they're still going to continue the classics. Well, hey, they made a point figures. that they're putting their stamp on this PowerCon exclusives. So, yeah. I mean, if they're, yeah. if they're saying that they're releasing those, I think it's safe to say that they might be the ones continuing classics. Maybe not in as well, hell, you know what? At this point, it, it kind of feels like we, we can't really make any kind of legitimate guess because they may be contain classics and this new vintage line at the same time. So, yeah. Mattel, just go ahead and, and start re releasing all the classics again. That way, I don't have to pay ridiculous prices on eBay for them anymore. Don't, don't even say that. Okay. Well, we have three more questions. Just, hey, from- Mattel, hey. Mattel, if you're listening, just. He probably got like a warehouse full of these things. I just start sending them to me. Nathan wants some stuff cheap. He's tired of eBay prices. But before we get to now the fan questions here in the chat, and we have three more ones on Facebook. Aaron Voorhees says, okay, brother, not sure if anyone's asked this one before, but how and when did you guys all meet and and decide to start uh, doing the show? And do you guys ever actually meet up in person to hang out? Or do you all secretly despise each other? He, sa- he says, I'm now picturing Tyler after the show goes offline, punching and breaking stuff, screaming, that damn Amato. So, um, <laughs> well. Well, we have met Joe, but fortunately his face was pixelated and his voice was dubbed over. So it was like watching <laughs> yes. like a, a, a classic Unsolved Mysteries an episode of Cops. Take your pick there. So. It left a little to be desired, and he left us with the bill of McDonald's that we already said we were going to pay for, but he just pretended like he was going to dine and dash, and we're like, Joe, we'll pay for it. You don't have to go all this route. And he's like, no, no, no. I Seriously, I have to go to the bathroom. We heard his car took off, you know, so. No, well, we, um, no, we've never, I mean, I've never met Tyler or Nathan. Of course, they're childhood friends growing up, and of course, they're still friends, so they always see each other. But as for how the whole thing with the podcast, I mean, that's early on with first Tyler and I getting in contact early on through Facebook, him being a part of Global Masters, and eventually came the opportunity to do another podcast, which came, you know, is now Fans of Power. And then when Tyler and I were like spitballing one day and he was talking about, you know, it'd be great to do other types of podcasts, talking of other things. And Tyler came up with the name of Beyond Retro for talking about, you know, games, movies, uh, cartoons, everything. And he said, my buddy Nathan, he, he really loves this stuff, too. I was like, well, bring him aboard. I said, he can come on in. Let's all do this. And eventually we all started doing Beyond Retro. And then eventually Nathan kind of started, you know, seeping in here into fans of power a little bit. Like, just seeping, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, uh, they, they were. It, that happened because Joe's like, you need to be on the show more. Be on the show more. I'm like, okay. So then I started popping in towards the tail end, which I still mostly do. And now they're like, well, here, you got this book. And let's just do many comic reviews and you can hang out on the, the commentaries. I'm like, Oh, all right. Basically it's just when we get off the air, Joe threatens to like send anthrax to my house or send. Out the there, there's like a, a car that's sitting outside right now. If I do anything wrong, these guys will bust in and just like, tap, tap, and I'm, I'm, I'm done. If I don't do anything right. Oh, Joe, you got your Speaking book. Of the book. 
Yeah, I want to thank Danielle. I just want to say it came in the mail. I appreciate it. this thing is awesome. This compendium book. So you just talked about how hey, you got the book. So um, I want to thank Danielle. This is freaking awesome. God, this is a big book, but uh, I love it. So I appreciate it and thank you. But um, no, uh, yeah, if we all got in person and met, uh, you know, of course we don't yeah. get along. We we don't hate each other. Will, no, but like, I, you know, hey, we want to meet Joe. We just want to throw that out there. We want to meet Joe and see him in person. But I we don't know how Joe's gonna. I imagine he'll still wear the mask. There's just no way we'll see his face. That have to that'd be strange. I don't know if I can get to the airport like that and how that'd work. But uh, well, so would... clearly we would have to go to Joe because Joe's too cheap to buy a plane ticket to Virginia or drive or anything. No, that yeah. would actually yeah. that would actually be fun because if Joe is telling the truth about parts unknown the way that he tells it, then uh, I think we're in for a good time. <laughs> that, hell yeah! That's I can see because like, '80s style poster, all three of us in the car, like leaving, you know. Uh, parts are no behind us. You got like you know, crazy women and, and guys with guns and biker gangs all chasing after us. And Joe's at the window. It would like be like this. the movie The Warriors, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's a movie poster for you. Yeah, the fans of power. You know, oh my god! So yeah, someday, Do- yeah, Dober, can you dig that? Jobber DG says Nathan the third wheel. Precisely. Oh, I mean, no, I, 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 on, I, a tri- on a tricycle because you need three wheel, three wheels on a tricycle there. And there's nothing right. more comfortable than a tricycle. Uh, that could work. Sure. In terms of like you know, right. a bike. Anyway. Uh, you know, I'm trying to make Nathan feel better about being called the third wheel here. I'm all right with it. No, he ain't no third wheel. He's, he's not third wheel. But um, no, no, all right. No. He's not. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Al- this, oh God, this is a strange outing. Okay. Um, Alex Jones said another question after reading Aaron Voorhees' question. Let's say you all meet up with other podcasters like Penny Dreadful, Val Staples, Eamon O'Donoghue. Oh, he spelled it different. Well, Eamon O'Donoghue, uh, Emiliano, and Jeremy DeWitt. And if you had a fight with them over something, what would it be and why? And t- and to each of you from Fans of Power, if you would fight. I think that's what he's saying. Just asking in a style like when comedians roast each other. I guess he means like if a roasting, like if I was to fight any of you guys in a roasting, like – just being humorous. Okay. Um, uh, Nathan, I'd probably like to just grab him and choke him until he blacks out. And then maybe I would tape his ass to a chair, tape a super Nintendo controller to his hands, put it in Batman returns, slap his ass awake and make him play Batman returns until he actually beats it. Cause he sucks. I was like, how can you not, how can you not? <laughs> See, now now you guys are starting to get a glimpse of the Joe Amato that I have to deal with lingering around in the <laughs> chat room while I'm drunkenly sitting here trying to play video games and interact with everybody else and have a good time. And Joe's just busting. He's like, you suck. You need to do this better. He does. Jackass. I just don't get it. It's like, how can you not beat Batman Returns? And he plays these other games, and he literally has the attention span of a gnat. It's like he'll play, and he's doing it for two minutes, and maybe even less. He's like, okay, new game. Uh, I'm drunk when I do it. Let's get you. Oh, you did it when you were even sober. Let's get you drunk and have you play video games. I'm sure you wouldn't be good at it either. I'd have Joe like eat some of the spicy stuff and tell him he can't go to the bathroom. Like that. That now that that, that would be the equivalent of Joe being drunk. He just can't go take a big shit. You know. How about that? See, uh, this would be interesting to roast to roast each other because this is, I guess, it's all in fun. Um, Tyler, I guess I'd, I'd just punch him in the nuts like you know three times or something until he bends over, so then he can bow before my greatness. Maybe I don't know. Remember, this is roasting. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no. Joe, Joe, that's that roasting. That's just trying to fight each other, literally. So believe me, you would not get one foot. You know, a, a, like landed on my nuts. I'll just tell you that right now. So, oh, see, here we go. See, we're doing a roasting of each other. Um, 
Danielle. I mean, I, it, I it would be kind of hard to land a kick on his nuts when he doesn't have any. Oh God! Damn. See, you're roasting him back now. This is this is getting terrible. Well, but this see, is Nathan awesome. It says that when they're just made of pure gold, so therefore they kind of transcend, <laughs> you know, the the modern man's balls. So in that sense, I don't have. Normal now I just imagine like here, Tyler so. just like going to Sherman Williams and buying like some gold paint, and then he just like squats over and like he's shitting up, like he's shitting over a hole and just like yeah. dumps his balls in there. <laughs> All right, um, it's getting weird. Yeah, this yeah, this is crazy. It's a crazy question, but it's fun. It's uh, I love all you guys. You know that this is just fun, anyways. Um, it, it, I wouldn't attack Danielle. Maybe we'd have a verbal argument. Maybe I'd scream at her, saying, "Jesus, Danielle, I've been trying to get the meteors in the line for over ten years. I've had almost three thousand signatures to support having meteors be remade. You have connections. You can't get it done. What's going? I don't know. Maybe we'd have a verbal argument. Um, Val, um, hell, well, that's a good idea. Maybe I would say Val. I've always wanted to share all the knowledge of Masters of the Universe with you, and then I'll hit them with, with this fucking book right here and knock them out. So that's what with Val. Um, the, the, there was no roasting going on. With yeah, this is there not roasting. Like, yeah, do, this, do you understand what roasting means? Well, he meant um in a uh, he said for like kind of like a fight. So he said a fight roast, not a uh, attack roast with words. So yeah, that would yeah. be that. Um, the, the, Joe, Joe's just one well, of fight me, people. I, I don't think Joe's just, ever watched a, a roast before. No, I don't think he has I have. Either. Well, let me finish. I'm just doing a fighting roast, I guess. I think he meant a fighting <laughs> roast. I know a comedy roast. Um, Eamon, I would All probably right, just, the only thing I would do is I would... Be very specific with your questions, because we can't have Joe just... Joe's getting worked up. For Eamon, I would just take uh, that battle cap mask, and I would tip it way down, because I know that... Or not down, up, because I think that drives him insane. That would be my way of just driving him insane for... That's... uh. The way I guess my fight would be with him. Um, Emiliano, we're both Italian, so we got uh, bad tempers. Even though I don't think I really do, but um, he would just be uh, like, "Hey, you what? You want to? You want to team up?" It would honestly, it would be easy fighting Joe because all you got to do is just tear the paper mask off his face, and then he's going to turn and run run away. Yeah, Yeah. me and Emiliano, we'd have a a screaming match of who the best artist is. Like maybe he'd say Earl Norum, I would say Gino Diacchili. I was like, how could you not support a fellow Italian? And we'd start getting into a fight. I'd get so upset. I grab my paintbrushes that I customized with and shove them down his throat. So that would be that fight. Russo booked this wrestling match that Joe's doing here. and Jeremy DeWitt, um, we both love eating a lot. He's always said if we met in person, we could go out and eat or something. So I could picture we'd probably be at a convention maybe. And uh, he, I'd be going for the last chicken wing. Somebody called my name. I'd look to the side. And when I looked back, he would have took it, ate it down, laughed at me, and I would have proceeded to like punch him eight times in the gut until he threw up. So that'd be our fight. And uh, Yeah, so there, that's all in fun. I love every one of you guys. But um, yeah, I guess that's what I think. I feel uh, like you really Alex thought that through. I don't want to beat up any of those guys. <laughs> Boy, I mean, it's yeah, a, it was I, it's, on the spot. Yeah, so you're immediately instead of just poking fun at like something like calling like saying I have a big ego or Nathan drinks a lot or or that Penny Dreadful <laughs> has this ridiculous affinity, like all oh, the Green Wish character, she sucks. No, Joe's like rah, rah, rah. I'm gonna hit Why? you with this book and stab you with my, well, my pencil. Yeah, Phil Roast he did, yeah. But he did say if you had a fight with him over something in a roast style, I thought that's Not what like he said. That, Joe, he meant like arguing, like, you know. Oh, if you were to argue oh. with each of us, what would it be about, kind of thing? Oh, okay. Uh, God, oh, Jesus. Joe. Well, let me start Wait, over. You... Let's go back down through the list. Let's start. Nathan, I would just, um, I don't know. We'd probably argue yeah, about Joe, that, uh... that was a joke. Let's move on to the next oh. question. Okay. 
Okay, um, Spike said, okay, Joe. I put, <laughs> took the fun like, out of that. Sorry there, bud, but Joe took the fun out of that question. I didn't know. I thought he meant a fighting, honestly, fighting. I have no real reason to argue about or really roast any of them, but if they want to roast me or for whatever, I said oh, bring yeah. it on. So. Joe, I mean, it, Joe if, you, if you ever thought about murdering each of us, how would you do it and why? <laughs> I really thought that's what he meant. I did not and know Joe, this was Joe his question. Joe pulls out his list. You know, yeah, he's been thinking. Of, he's like Steve Buscemi and uh, Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. People to kill, and then no, he, sit, love... he sits back, puts lipstick on his mouth while he thinks about it. You know, <laughs> let me just say, it's like I said earlier. I, no, I love all you guys and all of them. That was I thought he meant in a a crazy fight style. So I was picturing this was just popped up there. I don't know. The word roast means a verbal assault, Joe. Roast, all right. The key. I think word. it's because I used to I used to have anger issues growing up. Maybe that was it. Maybe I did oh, take it physically yeah. in, in mind. So, um, then, all right. That's, that's like the, the, the fantasy, though, that Joe thinks he can just physically assault any man or woman that walks in front of him without any repercussions here. <laughs> maybe, maybe Joe is Patrick Bateman. Yeah, or he's, just, yeah he's got to constantly return some videotapes and it has grape juice in his sheets. I mean, he, oh, he, he does look back fondly on that video store that had like the, the fish uh, store. Yeah, the fish store. That was that was a good store. Ben's Tropical Fish. So maybe, maybe it, yeah. yeah, and if somebody beats him in customs, like, oh my god, look at that that, that, that off white color, and he just he just crumbles, and I'm like, Joe, you okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god, I can't. He, wait to he, invi- he invites the other customizer back over, over to his house. place. Yeah, and he's like sitting on the couch, and Joe's just uh, laying down the newspapers and everything. It's like, <laughs> well, like hey, you like the Sex Stars cartoon, a cartoon. He's like, yeah, they're okay. Well, let me tell you, they only had like six episodes, but they really came into their own by episode four. You know, uh, I can't wait to see the responses now. They're gonna be like, "Joe, what in the hell were you?" Someone photoshopped Joe's mask onto Patrick Bateman and the, the the Paul scene in American Psycho. But Joe, I'm Joe really would not be so cheap. He would have like a foam bat and constantly hit the guy in the head, and the guy's just sitting there. What the I hell are you, you doing? I'm, I, I'm not crazy, people. You're I really good, not. You bastard. I'm not crazy. I don't. I don't have a bad temper. I, I guess I misread the question. I, um. Yeah. Let's go to Spike Well, I think Thurman. it's safe to say um, Val's invitation for Joe to come to PowerCon probably won't happen <laughs> next year. He's like, my God, this guy's gonna come with this book. And then if Jeremy comes, it's like Jeremy's like, I ain't even going by that food table. Like Joe's it's gonna like, have to be like, he's gonna be like Sunday Land of Predator. Well, they're gonna have to hire a bodyguard because Joe is inclined to get into fights with people. That the hotel and the convention. Yeah, there's going to be like flyers hanging up with like uh, Joe's Modulot mask. It's like, beware of this man. Yeah. If you see oh, this man, Jesus. contact the proper authorities. Oh, sweet Jesus. You're right. All right. Next sure. question. Spike Thurman said, okay, Joe, hypothetical situation. Oh, God, I hope this ain't nothing else. Um, No, Netflix have just announced season three of the original Filmation series He-Man and the Masters Universe with James, yes, and, Deucin, right. <laughs> with James and Deucin at the helm. You have the opportunity to write one episode each. A, what story do you tell? B, which characters will uh, feature in the episode? C, which new never appeared in the original two season characters would you be uh, feature and why? And then I don't know what NB means, but he has NB before it. He says all original voice actors are back on board uh, and an extensive bank of voice recordings of those talents who have sadly passed, has been discovered. So anything is possible. Um, I guess I'll, I'll pass I like it to Spike. you first time. Spike, Spike's a wonderful dude. He know, he, what a wonderful question that is. Yeah, he's, that might have been maybe targeted uh, particularly to Tyler because he well, knows sure, Tyler so would love would to get you. in. Yeah, and it definitely <laughs> wasn't me. So take <laughs> it away, ahead, Tyler. Um, 
I I mean I I definitely would. Uh, God, I just kind of feel like there's there's so many um, stores. I mean, I I almost feel like I would want I would want to bring in um, Lizard Man again and Clint Champ. And I would actually, I would make a point to bring in a lot of the characters that were done so poorly in terms of like their, their, uh, like Cyclone and Mossman and Spike or and Too Bad. I would do my best to make them part of the story, at least in terms of like the good versus evil and redo their dialogue um, and make them sound a lot more threatening or heroic um, and make them, uh, Lizardman was fine, but. But like you know, those characters that just were not given the best, I would want to change that and make sure that they're used a lot more prominently, um, and probably tell. Um, God, I would love. I almost want to tell it could be fun to kind of revisit the House of Darkness again. Um, I'd love to see Ninja and Scareglow pop up in an episode since it yeah. seems like they had so many appearances in comics together. Oh, I think Stinkor. Almost because like filmation rejected the idea of even using Stinkor because I just feel like that's a character that that was solely overlooked. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it would be a lot of fun to um, maybe that 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 uh, that's I mean there's just so, so much I could do or would want to to get it narrowed down to one. But I, I think to revisit any of Larry Detilio's creations, whether it be um, Grandamir Mask or Shakoti, um, that probably be at the top of my list but um also given like a, a like a classic one-on-one fight with like a sword fight with human skeletons like evelyn's plot gave us a great one-on-one fight but it would be nice to actually see like an actual sword fight in filmation style as best they could with he-man skeletons like in the mouth of snake mountain or something like that but uh so many ideas and of course spike trying to get us to nerd down to one spike you know i can't do that but th- those are some random ideas you know God, I, would, I think I'd uh, go insane. It would be awesome if we did get a Filmation-style cartoon of Masters of the Universe done. I mean, we know it ain't ever going to happen, but, God, if that was to happen, I think that would be something really amazing to see. So I, I like just the thought See, of I figured it, you would want to give the media was a much more prominent appearance. Well, the thing is, I mean, if they were to do it, I mean, well, Jesus, you see how they completely screwed up when he had Assault in the Hive and Comet Cat is the main one that showed. Of course, there were some dinosaurs in there, but when Comic Cat talked, God, did they just... Oh, what was that voice? I mean, his voice was like a nerd. I was like, I didn't get it. I was like, why is he talking like that? But it would be great to have the meteors shine and have a really great episode. Hell, I'd love to see Sky High just well named because I named him. It's because I've always wanted that character as a figure. Oh, sweet Jesus, that's got to happen in the vintage style. They got to give me Sky High. I always wanted one as a kid. So do that in the Origins line, Sky High. I, I know I sidetracked there, but I'd love to see him in Filmation too. And Chris Urban joined us in the chat room, said Gandalf passed, uh, passed away in uh, McKellen, was a great actor, always loved Lord of the Ring movies. I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing, I just did a Google search. I'm not seeing anything right now at all. Okay. So. Okay, I was like, I didn't know what I missed, but, um, okay, uh, well, I think we've gotten all those. Now, I don't know how many things I've missed in the chat room, because I might yeah, have been a lot. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to start scrolling through now, Joe. I'll do one from Zentron that I see right here. And uh, uh, <laughs> Zentron said, aside from Superman 4, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? Um, well, that's strictly a Fort George joke. It's I, me. I already, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's the worst I've ever seen, but it's definitely the worst movie I've watched in like the last few years. But uh, there's a movie called Mother. That's Jennifer Lawrence, Darren Aronof- uh, Aronofsky directed it. 
What? No, just, just, I mean, just Nathan in his pick. I just think it's funny. Why? I just thought it was funny. It, it's a it's a shitty movie. I didn't like I got, it at all. All the it, whole reason why I just think it's funny. Yeah, it just uh, they tried to. I don't know. It's just that movie sucked. Anyway, you guys go ahead. All right, mine was mine was. I'm I'm hoping. A, no, I'm not hoping. But either way, there was this movie. I don't know if it was the Dark Maze. Scarecrow 2 or Scarecrow 2 The Dark Maze. I forgot how it was titled but it was this horror movie and they were they were lost in this corn maze. Like these kids or all these people went to this corn maze in some country area and I think there was a killer scarecrow. And I know that they did a couple versions of it but this I think sequel in particular I mean it was just so horrible because literally they were just going through this maze and they kept reshooting the same exact almost angles like over, but try to show it from different spots. But you could tell they're running through the same exact spot at least 30 times. I couldn't even remember if anybody got killed. I was like, what are they trying to build tension? It had to be one of the worst B rated horror movies. And of course, you know, you're not getting anything fantastic with B rated horror movies, but you at least get some kind of enjoyment. But that movie that was abysmal. I just wish I, like I said, I could remember to say it properly, just in case anybody out of a weird, morbid curiosity would want to check it out. I think it's Dark Harvest Maze 2 or something, or I don't know. That's mine. But what about you, well, Tyler? Well, I mean, you know Tyler's not going to watch that. I, I, I feel like I might have a range of what Tyler's worst movie he's ever seen is, but go ahead. There's quite a few, but um, pro- probably... You know, I'd, I'd probably have to say G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Um, because I've never, to this day, I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie theater as angry as I was that day. And I knew the movie was going to be shit. But me, Nathan, and our buddy Keith, we're all drove fans. We all grew up with it. Me and Nathan both were like, I don't know, dude. But we went and saw it because of that, that natural curiosity. And I, I, I just, they kept looking at me because they just, they could see this, this stare of rage. That's why it was fantastic film. for me, because even though the movie sucked, seeing how miserable Tyler was while watching it like made it better. I mean, was that was, the first or second one? I the first, remember the, yeah, the first yeah. one. Oh. Yeah, Alien okay. versus Predator w- would be up there too. But I, I mean, I, Nathan kept me laughing during that piece of shit. Whereas this, they're laughing at me, and I'm not. I'm not enjoying myself at all. I was. I was really. I was ready to fight somebody. Like I, I had to come out of the, like Joe Mono. Like me, Joe Mon. I'll fight anybody. <laughs> want. No, you want to fight? You know, so you got no common sense. Yeah, yeah. I just, I was so upset with that movie because I still to this day feel like G.I. to make one bitching movie, man. And no, it ain't gonna happen. But I, I really was. I was really upset. Um, Clash of the Titans, the remake. God, it was right before my birthday. Oh, I was fierce. Prometheus, another piece of shit. But, yeah, pro, pro, yeah. Prometheus is pretty bad. Alien Covenant was pretty bad. Uh, but uh, I mean, I could, we could give a long list, but G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra, that was, that was something I'll, I'll never forget because I, I really was very, very upset that Friday. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I, I found a few, Joe. Go uh, ahead. Adam Gabbard asked, was the coolest custom figure you saw that is not Masters of the Universe related? Coolest one I saw? Is that, was that what you said? Yeah, the coolest custom figure. That, yeah, that he's asking you to compliment other people's work, Joe. Oh yeah, um, a master English one time did a. I don't know what kind of creature it was, but he did some B 
big kind of blobbed hulked up creature that he did a custom of and this was years ago i just for some reason it burned in my head i don't know if he he what the name of it was that he called this thing i just remember he showed it a lot but uh yeah john english did amazing big blob of a creature and if i can find that i'll make sure i'd link it on my wall for those to see but yeah that was pretty damn cool i like that one so there's been a lot of customs that i've seen that uh just actually someone took a classics figure and made like shredder from it. And I, it actually looked really, really good. So that, that was cool. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't have a tendency. The only time I ever really look to see if there's customs of things is if there was nothing that was ever produced of someone in a, sure. like a, a bigger scale. So that's when I kind of start digging around like snake eyes, for example, I'm like, did anyone, okay. has anyone customized and made like, and yeah, there, there's a few. That I've seen that sure. they've taken like Marvel Legends and that looks pretty pretty cool, but uh, the price they're asking oh, yeah. for on eBay is oh, Joe Mato customizers. <laughs> no, no, there there are some great customizers out there. I mean, there's amazing pieces of work because that's the thing is everybody has their own eye for doing something. We can all maybe make the same kind of custom, if you will, but everybody has a different you know interpretation and a different way they sculpt. So that's what makes them unique and one of a kind. So yeah, there's a lot of great ones out there. Uh, what else let's, let's see. There's a question, and, and it kind of pertains to. Like, we can go a couple different ways with this, actually. Do you think all the new upcoming Mattel, the Origins figures, will affect the vintage and other five and a half inch prices and their value? No, 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 no. Well, I'll ask you guys this then to play off of that. When the movie comes out, do you think that will also affect? prices of everything it could i can i can honestly see the vintage I think stuff it going will. up because well yeah. that's the here's why is uh i've watched as you know 2000x and then came classics and everything when more people started learning of classics it kind of sparked their interest of those who used to like vintage again and recollecting because i've seen in the vintage community things skyrocket in price i mean skyrocket some of the things that i got for maybe 30 bucks are now like 350 dollars. a lot of the weird pieces of merchandise hell some of the little wall plaques any of the strange things have skyrocketed so when this movie comes out and that goes mainstream and it hits all the other millions of fans that grew up with masters that maybe just haven't done that and collected in a while it might spark their interest. Like, damn, that movie's cool. I like these new figures they're releasing. I want to find some of the old stuff too. I think it's going to make it climb. That sucks. I mean, it, it always no, it, it, well, it always does. Anytime I say temporarily, if the movie sucks balls, then it'll just be a temporary high, and then people will forget, you know. But only only if it happens, there'll be this, you know, temporarily. Oh well, I got to charge more because there's a movie out. Doesn't matter if the movie's good or not, but there's a movie coming out, so it's it's either gonna you know die or or rise to the occasion. But you know maybe temporarily, yeah, there will be a a high desire. Or, uh, I mean, the the price will go up, but I do, I wouldn't see it lasting unless the movie is well well received. Um, it would just be something that just happens for a few months, and then after that, the realization. I, I, <laughs> Four thousand dollars for a a, a, a He Man with it's got missing everything and it's got skin marks and, all and it, it it ends up on one of those internet articles. It's like you could be sitting on a lot of money with all your old toys, and, and it just shows <laughs> now like a He Man missing everything. Toy hunter like this, you know? Yeah, telling you know. 
Charge charge two thousand dollars for a bottle that's that's missing. Well, damn near everything, even his head. But you can get four thousand dollars. I could turn a profit right now. You know, bullshit. What do you yeah. think of the Shadow Orko figure from Super Seven? I love it. To me, it makes Orko look kind of serious and cool. That was from Patrick O'Keefe. Uh, right. Did those things yeah. get released yet? Or no? I, I'll be honest. Were, were those? I don't think they're out yet. But uh, it was different because I remember I kept thinking, well, "What the hell is is that supposed to be?" And then I thought they it was, said it was the Shadow. Orko. Like the 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 shadow of Orko, like to me, well, that's that's what I thought it was from. I I don't know. I mean, I, again, if I mean, it still could be cool. It's just a I don't know if that's gonna be a weird, expensive variant. How it works, I, I I'll be honest. I for, completely forgot about that figure. I mean, the Orko, the regular Orko, just looked freaking amazing. Well, Orko's awesome anyway. Be... Like, there's nothing wrong with that character. Yeah. I just blame people yeah. who don't have a great memory of the show. If that you know, you need to go and watch like very specific episodes where Orko is very essential to the story, or even ones where he's just well written and not, not a, a a core part of the story. But I, I could care less about that figure, honestly. Okay, I'm glad he enjoys it, but I'm like, I, you're not getting yeah. my money for it. I, I don't care. Okay. Uh, I, I think most of the some of the other questions that are pouring in are kind of here, like at the well, end. I that uh, I've been able to see. So, Joe, I don't know if you well, want to take take well, back over. I'll go or... to. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll go to some I've seen, and if I missed any, you can get it. But uh, Ryan asks, here's a question. What is the worst piece of Masters of the Universe merchandise you've ever seen? Um, for me, it's something I, I own. It, it was so horrible. I, I don't even know. It wasn't from the United States, but it was official wherever it was. It was this uh, inflatable He-Man that was called Monster. But, but it's He-Man, and it, it just didn't have the harness, but they like... Hold on. I'll, I'll let you guys talk. I'll grab it because this thing is... Uh, hold on. This is one crazy looking thing. Well, I'll just say mine was probably anything that DC's put out in the last five, six years. I just thought that those, those comics were absolute horse shit. And I was so, like, mad that I, you know, had every issue for a while because I kept thinking it was going to get better. So everything that DC's put out that that would be the worst thing that I own, or I gotta blow him up a little bit. So give me one second. Thank God it's in his back and not a weird spot, but he kind of deflated. <laughs> oh, I can't even unpop that thing. Well, I'm just gonna have to show you. It, it's this. It's this um this He-Man inflatable. What, that, that's the worst thing you own, Joe. Yes, it is. It There's is. nothing wrong with that. Well, it's uh. It reminds me. You remember airplane? You remember the inflatable cult? But it reminds me of it, but it's no. I mean, I have a lot of merchandise I really love, but this is—it's awesome, but it's still kind of one of the worst pieces because it's just so so weird. So I just mentioned all the I mean, shitty GC comics that just came out. You telling me that those are not some of the worst? Oh, ones? I ain't gonna count that. Oh, well, yeah. If you're counting that, yes. But I mean, if we're counting merchandise and not like literature, um, yeah, I guess if you're counting everything, sure I, that. I'll but if you're anything count- that you could put on display, so I count everything from comics, books, toys, whatever. Um, because honestly, anything that I own that's team member led, I, I don't loathe or I feel like, you know, ah, I probably shouldn't have bought that. I mean, some of it, I feel like eh, it's not that important to me, but those DC comics, man, I mean, even, even some of those, those, those lousy 2000X fans, I'm not ashamed of those, but those DC comics, man, God, they were just, they'd be used better as door stoppers. <laughs> yeah, we've seen what you thought of them, especially in a couple of those episodes way back in the day. And well, 
if people never seen that, maybe we'll have to try to link those two particular episodes, the ripping episode and the burning episode. But uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I do feel you, Tyler. But yeah, this is this is one weird one. Still kind of cool, but it is a bizarre damn piece. So let me set him down. Um, I forgot that uh, Brad Collins sent me this a couple hours ago. It's not so again, much, you, you keep forgetting about Brad Collins. I know. Well, hey, I, I remembered this time because he sent this to me today. And it, it's not it's questions, but it's sort of more like trivia for you guys in a way. You guys are obviously the go-to guys for Masters, but how well do you know yourselves? What date did Fans of Power first air? Then I couldn't. I couldn't. Tell, I couldn't even tell you. Um, oh, isn't that terrible? I couldn't either. I know we've been. Uh, well, let's I see. Hold say, on. I thought it was like in the winter months. I think when when I contacted Joe and, and did October? the first episode of Global, but uh, Fans of Power, like I, I, I think I, it's I, October something. Yep, yep October eighteenth, twenty fifteen. So, oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I, I wasn't allowed on to, for like a few months because Brian didn't want me back on for like a few months. <laughs> and yeah, believe it or not, we had a, we had a co-host, another co-host who did not want me on the show. People, so. I mean, not not much has changed. No, pretty much. He just that, uh, that's that's how. You, no, I'm saying maybe it's me or Joe. No, I know that. I'm saying, like, just, you know, Nathan's just a lot more reserved about it, whereas the other guy's like, no, 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 toy. Got I'm kidding. Toy. It's their show. There's also uh, another one here in episode 75. Joe mentioned some controversial box art. What was the box art and what made it so controversial? Oh, I know what that was. That was that Sagittar New Adventures box art because it just looked uncomfortable. You have New Adventures He-Man in back of Sagittar, but he's supposed to be on top of him like he's riding him like a steed. But the way their faces are expressed in the angle, it's not a flattering piece, but that has to be it. Correct, Nathan? Yep, that is correct. So, Brad, yeah. there you yeah. go. I, di I didn't forget about you this time. There. So I knew the one right off and the other I knew half of. At least I knew the month. I just didn't know the exact date. But yeah, thanks I for didn't that, know um, any of it. No, but if he was willing to go back and, you know, obviously he's went back and listened to because that was back when we didn't have YouTube. We just had strictly like Podbean and iTunes and so uh just shows that he's you know a diverted listener, even those doc times when I wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> the oh, believe me, Joe, I, right, I, I, I dare you, Nathan, go back and listen to any of those early episodes and tell me, like, my God, Tyler deserves an Oscar for his performance in this podcast. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, yeah, right, just Zen, give me the Oscar. Um, Zentron says, uh, what do you prefer, Alita, Battle Angel, or Captain Marvel? I haven't seen Alita, but I would pick her... Either way, I've I've, I've, just, I've yeah. heard I've heard pretty good things about that movie. I wouldn't mind checking. It looks that out. interesting. It's just I didn't go to the theaters for it. I'm waiting for it to come out on yeah. DVD and maybe a cheap rental or something. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, Captain Marvel. I'll wait until it drops on Netflix. Don't. I'm not in any hurry okay. really to catch up on the the Marvel movies. All right, uh, Jabber DG. Now this one is interesting because like yeah. it's something I always babble about and it yep. pisses me off, but. Jabber DG said, not a Masters of the Universe question, but why do you think NECA is dancing around making Friday the 13th figures from 7 through 10? Well, I mean, more so, it's the big question is, why won't they just make 8? Yep. I remember, and again, this was years ago, and I mean years ago, when it was around time around the movie Maniacs were being made. And I remember sending an actual email to them and getting a response back from McFarland, you know, McFarland back in the day. And they said that people didn't like Friday the 13th part eight and the figure wouldn't sell well. And I remember coming right back saying, even if people didn't really like eight, I said, 
that is one cool-ass design. It's a unique look for Jason, not only for his outfit, for being slimy and wet. His mask is yellow. The chevrons are different. I said, that figure will sell. I said, trust me, you could release any of them. And this was, of course, even before, you know, years later when we seen Roy pop up from Part 5, which most people said, I hate Part 5 because that's not the real Jason. That figure came out and sold. I don't get it. Maybe I don't either. Part 8, we have every form of Jason exactly. made. Except eight. It was a good movie. I mean, look, go ahead, Nathan. I just, I don't get no, it. No, I, 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 dude, I'm right there with you. Like, I got that shelf over there that it, everybody, I got everybody but a part eight. Just make it happen. Every time that uh, NECA posts something on Instagram or like Twitter or something, I'm always replying to it or directly. I've taken a picture of that post on Instagram. I tag them in it. I'm like, hey, where's, where's the part eight figure? Like, just make it happen. Get it done. I want to complete yeah. it. They're yeah, doing. No, they're coming works. out. They're coming out with an ultimate Freddy versus Jason. Like, just forgive us, part eight. That's I mean, and they're doing so many of the ultimates of every other version. You're right. Could you make eight? We will buy it. Every I have never went to the store and seen a Jason Voorhees figure from any of those companies sitting on the shelves. Usually, as quick as they pop up at the store, he's gone. I mean, he's a hot figure. People love him. And, and Tyler, I know he probably doesn't collect all the Friday 13 figures, but I know he has a, a love for Part 8, and I know he could respect that being in figure form. No, if I mean, I, I, I don't have that desire to collect all the Jason like you guys do, but I think it's cool that they've done that. But I, I think it's ridiculous that NECA's released all those shitty Alien versus Predator figures from the shitty movies that are universally loathed and their uh, designs are not cool at all, but Friday the 13th Part 8 has got one of the most memorable looks of Jason. I don't, I don't hear this universal bashing of the film, you know, like not, not, I just don't get that vibe about that film. So I, I just kind of feel like there must be somebody at NECA who clearly just doesn't like that film and just enjoys pissing off fanboys who want something that. You know, I, I don't know. Give it. I mean, look at all those like Prometheus figures and all those other like shitty like Terminator sequel uh, figures they made. They continue to put out figures for like characters. Like, oh, does, does anybody really want a figure of this? The, all these peg warmers, but they continue to keep dancing. I don't get it. Clearly, somebody out there feels like they have an agenda. You know, I, I mean, just... I would be happy if they also went back and made like another Part Seven because Part Seven is probably my favorite look of jason out of all the movies yeah. and you know we got the was that was kind of was that still the transition because mcfarlane was still making those when that that first part seven came out yeah. right yeah 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 because yeah. i, yeah, I they, got like I said, they, yeah i got that one and then i got like the the, the tall boy part seven sitting and up at there. one time that was even the hottest one they kept redoing was part seven over and over and over because it was one of the most iconic looks and people really kind of like that part you know that movie and they kept doing that over and over so maybe someday they'll get it but uh not yet um ryan also said my worst piece of masters of the universe merchandise is the mounted battle cat head from super seven Absolutely offensive. Our heroic fearless friend would be killed as a trophy, and they cost nine thousand each. No, yeah, I don't know how much those would cost, but uh, they were making some of those uh, mounted battle cat heads. I can't remember the price though, but uh, yeah, that, that it was a different piece. I understood the context of it, but uh, okay. Um, let's see. T Dog says, "I have a question. Do steroids cause your seven-inch classics to become a five and a half inch, <laughs> like shrinking on a wiener? Huh? Oh, hey, it could. I don't know. That's a possibility. You can see the. I mean, that that would shrink. bring you down to about the the three and a quarter. <laughs> three and that, a quarter. that would take you from a classics to a GI Joe size. 
The, the, oh, oh, God. Yeah, I, I was never really a fan of those figures. Don't hate me. Uh, Zentron yeah. had a quick movie quote. Cool. Can't, can't be anally retentive if you, don't, you, if you haven't got an anus. Let me see. Can't be anally retentive if you haven't got an anus. I don't know that one. We'll have to uh, find that out as I scroll down. Um, let me see. Happy Father's. Um, JSP, are we conceding that the really that? Or, wait, he's saying, are we conceding that there really is a movie being made? Or are we still believing it when we see it? Well, JSP, no. Like I've always said, I the thing is when people say it's coming, it's out, it's here. Yeah, you're right. I usually don't like hearing any of that stuff and it is i'm still the person that says i'm waiting to see you know and and then i'll get excited it seems like they're still continuing forward of mentioning a lot of noah over and over which makes me think they're trying something even though we've heard nothing about you know any other actors being cast anything of a type of storyline i'm still thinking something's going on this is the first time i'm trying to be slightly optimistic but not to the fact where I'm giddy saying, guess what? In March of 2021, it's happening. I'm still not doing that because we don't know if and when it'll happen. You know, all this could be happening. They could be seeing he's getting ready, getting pumped up, which he is building up, which is cool. But then what if it just said for some reason, oh, now the movie's been canceled. So I, I think I'll get really excited when they say they're finally shooting and they show actual images and pictures or any footage of showing them shooting in this city and this place. Then I might even get a little more excited, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I usually don't try to get too optimistic. Andy uh, Kishore, thank you for joining us. But what about you, Tyler? I mean, just think about how Universal was going to do their shared universe of the Universal Monsters. They announced Johnny Depp's playing the Visible Man and Angelina Jolie's playing the Bride of Frankenstein. They cast them all, and guess what? It all got canceled. So, yeah, because the mummy did so. Yeah, so. Their mummy, what was it? Was it just the, what was the name of the Tom Cruise? Was it mummy, just the mummy? Just the mummy, yeah. But just knowing that a big company and big stars, A-list stars, are all attached to these movies, and they all got canned. So just because you see something announced or you see someone doing some pre, uh, pre-production work, until they start filling out the cast and a film is actually underway, there's actual filming going on, and then an official trailer is released, people just need to, like, face reality like it's not us just being a bunch of grumpy old men sitting on the front porch ah, it ain't happening we're going by you know we follow the stuff like movies is, is part of my it, it's 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 a beyond the passion nathan nathan can be the a testament to that like you know i would love to see a great movie but you know until things really start really happening and casting heman has been done before and they have done a poor job at that so you know I, I, it takes a lot to impress me and a lot to draw my attention. So far, not enough has happened that makes me feel like something's really happening. Even with Mattel yep. announcing another teaser poster or teaser look or whatever. doesn't really matter. <laughs> we won't count that. Um, all right, Omega Tour joined us live. Uh, Omega Tour said, oh no, Joe has a blow-up He-Man and loose tissues next to his laptop. I'm learning more about Joe every time I watch. I wish I would have the time to... I kind of think yeah, we all are. No, but I hated that time that fell. I remember when that this thing fell, and when I picked up, you see all these tissues on my laptop, and I tried to explain to you guys uh-huh. right here. Uh-huh. I I have tissues in my mask; it keeps it off of my my face, so I can see. So um, sometimes they fall out, and that's what was happening. So there, there's no um, yeah. Or maybe <laughs> just Joe's putting tissues up there to prevent shrapnel. 
Sub a good god. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, Orion says, "Have you guys ever seen a ghost?" No, I've, I've never seen a ghost. I used to be frightened of going in the basement as a kid because I thought there were like ghosts and creatures and stuff. And that's just when you know you get into your head and stuff. But, yeah, that uh, would be Gibson... like in that scene in the It remake, like Joe's downstairs and the basement's kind of flooded. I hated it because, yeah, like I said, all said you'll float too, Joe. Because uh, you imagine, no, because my ba- like I said, we had this really old time furnace that I mean, it was just gigantic, and I remember I could see the flames in it. And it's not trying to be like a Freddy Krueger movie or Nightmare on Elm Street, but it was big. And I had to go down there to get the laundry one time to bring them upstairs, and and the lights weren't look you know working. And I remember I held open the door to that goes to the kitchen, and I hoped that light would carry enough i ran oh god i was scared so that was a punk when it came to the basement i i tyler have you ever seen a ghost i haven't but i do believe in ghosts you know i i I don't uh discount that hey i love ghostbusters i remember at my old place when i was living in the townhouse i remember like laying in bed and i remember waking up I don't know why, just middle of the night, like woke up and the way it was in the room, like I have like my uh, alarm clock and everything, but sort of bright enough that it kind of illuminates the room a little bit. I remember kind of setting up and I just looked straight ahead and I I swear it looked like a person was just standing there and and I was just like, I was living by myself, by the way. I was like, "Eh, okay. And I just laid back down. That would have been the end. I would probably have heart attack. Um, JD Gibson says, any of you guys buy Mythic Legions? I don't. If I had the money, I would because I would like to. Awesome. I would like to. There, there's a lot of really cool looking ones. I've kind of kept up with that line, but just uh, other stuff's taking priority to yeah, spend money I just on. bought one it lo- you know, because I thought it would look really great on the shelf, but you know, money and priorities and um, you know, if money was an issue, I'd, I'd probably buy every one of them. But uh, it's a cool line, though. Okay. Um, let me see. Oh, let me take a channel. I'm just trying to scroll. Uh, let me see. Uh, JSP says, isn't shooting for the movie supposed to start next month? I I wouldn't think so if, like, there's no other casting news. That That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and you people need to stop, 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 stop. Just because they say it, for God's sakes, doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. You know, it's as much info about behind the scenes and movies and stuff has been out there. Like, come on, people, come on, people. I don't, I don't want this show to constantly keep turning into me and Joe telling everybody it ain't happened because of this, this, and this. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna happen. But I mean, it's what March twenty twenty one. They got plenty of time. Yeah, there's time now. Like, there's that's an actual like time you need to make a big special effects film like this. So, um, yeah, we got till twenty twenty one. Apparently, March twenty twenty one. We'll see if that happens. If it does, fantastic. Um, I think. I think what we should do is when it all eventually happens and March twenty twenty one rolls around, that we somehow the three of us. Either go to Joe's or we get Joe out here and we go see it together, and it'll be. And that be something. Yeah. That, now, Joe, that, Joe that could be I... seen with us because Joe would have to like you know, you know, sit in the back with his tissues and you know. My tissues, God, I'm never gonna live that down. Um, the artist devil uh, has joined us. Hello, he said. Uh, Tags uh, Media Animation says, Joe, Tyler, Nathan, can you guys say hi to Scott and Savannah? Well, hi, Scott and Savannah. Scott, Hope you're enjoying the show. You? Yep. 
Hope I wasn't uh, cursing too much. I hope I didn't freak guys out when you I can't beat apologize up Tyler at this point for this. People, if you haven't listened to the podcast by now, then I, I don't. I we, we cannot apologize for the the, the language on this podcast. So. I have no and, 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 and even Tyler. and even if we try not to, Joe's going to slip up and do it anyway. And so. he's always uh, the first yeah. one to do it. Anytime someone says, "You might, maybe my son likes to watch this," Joe's going, "Okay, motherfucker!" And, you know. <laughs> It never, it never fails. Like at any time from here on out, if Joe comes on here and says, "Come on, guys, we, we gotta stop cussing," everybody who listens to this podcast live, take a bet immediately. No, they do that. They say that in the chat. They're like, "All right, when's he gonna knock something over and uh, start cussing?" It, it it's gonna slips. happen. We we can't stop it. Yes, it it slips. It, it, and yeah, I, I have no ill will for Tyler, Nathan, or anybody else earlier. That I, I wasn't threatening to hurt them. I apologize if that sounds. Look insane. how he backpedals. Look at that. I, I, I Look just, at this. I, I, All because I, I, of some some guy named Scott in, in, in uh, Havana or Savannah, whatever. Where, 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 <laughs> Savannah. 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 Yeah, yes. That, yeah. That Scott Savannah is gonna. Oh my God! Like you know, I, I can't. You acknowledge me on this podcast full of these heathens who are cussing and threatening to beat each other with books and kick each other in the nuts. And... That's, that's all Joe. That is yeah. all Joe. And choke Nathan. Yeah, that sounded a little sadistic when I said I well, choked Nathan. The, the, yeah, black I, you out know, I kind of like all the other people get off pretty easy. Like, he just wants to, like, choke me and just watch the life leave my eyes. That's, that's... He's just determined to prove that he's better at you at video games. Which Well, uh, well we've already established that because anytime I play anything... He will send me a video. Well, here's the time that I beat this game. Or, uh, oh, you couldn't, you, uh, you couldn't bowl a perfect 300 on Super Bowling for Super Nintendo. Watch this. Oh Jesus! I didn't mean, and I was not trying to one up Nathan. I really uh-huh. wasn't. It just he was, you know, doing that bowling game. It's like I never played this bowling game, so I tried it, and then I got a 300, and I was not rubbing his face in it. I just was like, hey, look, I got 300. So that's not I, you know. I seem to kind of remember it differently because uh, you got to two ninety nine about three or four times, and each time I get a call on Facebook Messenger, open it up. I'm there again. I'm there again. I'm shaking real bad. I don't want to mess it up. And when he would, I would. It would kind of just be like the the clown and Happy Gilmore. I would like spit the ball back at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I, yeah. I, I got a kick out of that. And then he finally got three hundred. Just and then he was like, "Oh, look, I'm better than you." That's all it is. I just. No, I was just. Trying to show them how 300 was possible. That's all. So, um, yeah. Uh, l- let me see. And the artist devil said, have you seen my drawings? I've seen them. Good work. Uh, R- Ryan said, the amount of battle cat heads from Super 7 were 8,500. Each 10 were made. Oh, so he was serious when he said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, woo, yeah. I, damn. I didn't know it was that much. That's that's a lot. Um, let's see. Joe collects his homemade slime pit, slime, and those tits. <laughs> Tissues. And um, tits. <laughs> so, just just more said, foul language keeps finding its way in. Here. Uh, no, no. Um, Zentron said, "Did anyone watch the, the clip?" The dick. The, the yeah, deck the is, stacked. is stacked against Hogan. Well, it tags media. Uh, Joe, how close are you with the custom? As I'm waiting, I hope it's ready around my birthday, August 31st. Joe, clock's yes, ticking, buddy. Hit- I don't want to say his uh, custom because I, I know he wants to show it and debut it. But, yes, that's that's going to be shown for his uh, birthday. So, yeah, you guys all see that. Um, Zentron said, did anyone watch the clip from my digital reproduction of the classic She-Ra episode, Friendship, I posted this week? Um, I didn't, Zentron. I, I didn't know you did one. I didn't know. If, now, are you posting this on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? You have to let us know in the comments because I'd like to see that. I always like seeing those uh, remakes. If um, it's uh, – if- if 
find a way to like share that to the the fans of power page because facebook is yeah. weird with uh, like i only see the same four or five people on there all the time like it has doing it's, a comment yeah if you're if you're not joe amato to where you post a picture of he-man and it wants you to tag joe into it like i just i don't see most of the stuff on Facebook. I'll see it like days later. I'm like, where was this? Oh, it's mixed in here with the stuff that it's showing me from five days ago that I've already seen 50 times. So Facebook's oh, okay. trash. Okay. All right. Uh, Grimbot said, uh, I don't know if he was making reference to what Zentron said about his movie quote. If he's saying it was from home alone, if that's what he meant, because I didn't know that movie quote. Um, but let's see the ghost story should be said. Um, I wasn't being, Oh, JSP said he wasn't being serious when he was asking that question about, Hey, aren't they supposed to shoot production? And he was being sarcastic. And, yeah. We got God. that. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Got uh, Tyler see. fired up for nothing. Well, as, as much as he listens to this podcast, he's going to come along and be like, Joe, like all poly practical. Like, come on, guys. They, they said they're going to start filming then. So, you know, we should be supportive. You know, like, you know just okay. talking about like, hey, hey, office space. At least I don't feel as bad when I cuss because Tags Media Animation says my kids are okay with hearing it. So, okay, good. I didn't feel as bad then when I dropped some uh, bombs early. So, uh, there. Uh, uh, Zen Brown says, <laughs> hey, please excuse me. Like, Ow, my freaking ears. <laughs> I expect this kind of language at Denny's, but not on this podcast. Can you just see it? Joe tips this thing over and he's like, fuck. And then all of a sudden, like any of the kids that are lit, it's kind of like uh, Halloween yeah, 3. Yeah. No, Halloween 3, they're all oh, sitting yeah. around like, and then all of a sudden, like, they just start grabbing their heads and then. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, let me scroll down a little more. Uh, Zen Brown said, please excuse Tyler's horse shit. So he had to say that because Tyler <laughs> likes saying horse shit. So, all right. Um... It, it's an impactful, you know, it, it helps sell, you know, my, my anger or my emotion about something. So, yeah. You know. My cousin oh, that's our the same age as us used to do that all the time. He'd walk around. Oh, like, oh, oh horseshit. There terrible you go. Now. Yeah. Now I'll never do it now, again. Now I won't use it anymore. So, Oh, God. Uh, Grimbot. Oh, Grimbot was saying no, not when he was referring to Home Alone. He wasn't referring to Zentron's quote. He meant my story with the furnace with Kevin. Yeah, I forgot Kevin had that incident too, but God, no, that that really is true. Well, when we you said this... that the quote about anals and anuses, that shows it didn't pop up in Home Alone. No, but yeah, that is one. It was a big ass furnace, and not like how they had it. It, God, it was big. It was a frightening thing. So, I guess maybe, hey, maybe everybody experienced something like that. Everything comes from like reality. So maybe the people who did that movie experienced the same damn thing. Because back in the day, when you did have furnaces, you had big stuff. It ain't kind of like how they're all nice and efficient. They look like they did look intimidating. Um, let me see. I have a question for Tyler. Oh wait, T. <laughs> T-Dog says, I have a question for Tyler. Who, who has Barry... decided to deem me as T-Dog now? No, T-Dog. Oh, T-Dog is, is asking you the question. Oh, okay, yeah, T gotcha. T-Dog has a question. I have a question okay. for Tyler. Does he think Barry Bonds is innocent? I don't know what that means because I, I didn't watch baseball too much. Did Barry Bonds do something? <laughs> steroids. He <laughs> means steroids. Oh, Tyler's so he's big. just razzing you. Tyler's big. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, players who, who take steroids, I mean, it's – you know, it's it is cheating. You know, and I'm not a baseball fan, but I remember being quite aware of all all the players that were being you know, outed for taking steroids and things like that. So no, I, you know, but I also feel like you know Barry Bonds merits for what he's done in the game even before steroids, like when he played with the Pirates and things like that. I mean, he should be acknowledged for a lot of that. Same thing with a lot of players who've been accused or have been outed as taking steroids. Steroids, I always feel like unless you're an actor. 
and you're doing like how actors will gain weight or lose excessive amounts of weight for a role. Like you are doing harm to your body for a role. Like you're 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 method acting. So taking steroids to kind of increase the process. That's the only time I've I've I've, I've like you know what if you're doing it for a movie. Not that I'm saying it's a good idea, but I get it. Whereas like anybody else uses it, I'm like you can do it without having to do anything like that. Just the will to diet and bust your ass in the gym and find some good motivation to keep it going every day. It can't be done without even like having to touch or even ask a question about, uh, you know, steroids or anything like that. So yeah, but yeah, he's, he's guilty. No. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of funny that all of that sort of stemmed basically just from him being mad that his accomplishments to that point weren't really being recognized because other things were happening. Like I think during the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, when they were trying to be yeah. Roger Maris's record, like Barry Bonds, I think it, it was, uh, he was the first player. It was some sort of statistic in terms of like home runs and stolen bases that not many people had done. And he did it and no one really cared because they were too busy. Like, Oh, Mark McGuire and that. So he's like, all right, well uh, I guess I'll just, I'll do what they're doing and and prove them wrong and beat their records. So that's is what it is. I I mean, baseball has been full of not just that, but just cheating beyond that, like the Black Sox scandal and uh, Pete Rose betting on baseball. Yeah, all the sports have their their skeletons and their their dirty stuff. Right. Ba- yeah, baseball I, baseball's yeah, I... just been unfortunate in the fact that all of that's just come out like football just basically has the concussion thing and like players dying early stuff like that but baseball's taking the the brunt nba not so much other than like Spreewell choking out his coach and people getting arrested and whatnot and for the most part nba keeps a relatively clean record in terms of like you know bad publicity or something like that you know from stuff happening off the court or stuff on the court you know they it tend to be the cleanest. They don't get as much criticism as like the NFL or um, Major League Baseball has gotten in recent years. So, I think sports as a whole. I, I hate the fact that we've kind of taken the we've put all these guys on a pedestal. Like before, guys did it for the love of the game, like years and years ago, and all these things were set. They're not making as much money like they're making good money but not just this astronomical stuff that they're making now like five years 320 million dollar contracts like that's kind of gotten out of hand okay like yeah all right and um zentron did post in the chat it'll be available because we don't get rid of the live chat so he posted that link that he was referencing to about his Shiva clip. So we can all check that out later. Any of you guys can check it out. Um, Ryan said, uh, question, do any of you own Bitcoin or cryptocurrency? No, I didn't know what the hell that was. I was going to say, you know what? I was like, I know for a fact Joe and Tyler probably don't really know what any of that is. I, no, I haven't, I haven't students, dabbled I had in it. students tell me about that last year that worked in the dining hall that I, I take care of. And I don't know, what the hell are you talking about? And I just thought it sounded like some like, bullshit scam stuff so i know what it is but i I don't i don't dabble in it okay all right and uh i think we might have got everybody that was a that was the last question on him it was about bitcoins well hey we said ask anything it didn't have to be i know that can't be the last question well someone else throw out a a, a question something that meets tyler's requirements well i I, well just something uh, come on bacon that can't be the last question on our fan q and like we need something to (laughs) go how weird would that be on on a a high note it doesn't have to be he-man just 
give us something like, okay, uh, bow out gracefully on that one. Wouldn't it be terrible if that, that is what we leave it out? Is that thing? It's like out of the most weird, strange questions like about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I mean, it's I've, like, listened, okay. you know, I've listened to qu- things like this, and if someone does, if the, the podcast doesn't go off on like a nice, meaty question to end it, you kind of feel like. <laughs> I, oh, I, Tyler, well, we, got, just, we, oh, we got one for you. Does He Man yeah, own any Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, Ryan has the show. Back. See you next week. Um, JSP said, what would you do for John Irwin's autograph? Um, yeah, does he even uh, do autographs? No, or? no. No, because I think his public appearances, he doesn't... He, he likes doesn't to, make you know, public appearances. Stay, yeah, he likes to stay, like you said, keep to himself. It's not nothing mean or negative, but yeah, he doesn't really do appearances or anything like that. He likes to have his nice, quiet life, and you got to respect when people, there's, you know, that's how people yeah, live. but people. what would you do? Yeah, Joe, you're, not, I, you're ignoring the question, Joe. Here, here's here's um, what I here's what I would do. I would go. Would it involve uh, money? No, I would go. I would go where he lives, okay. in the area that he lives. Go to like find out what grocery stores, whatever he frequents. If he pays with credit card and has to sign for something, just get that autograph on the receipt, and boom, done. Or restaurant. Figure out what restaurant he goes to because you always got to sign for that if you pay with cards. See, yeah, yeah, exactly. You might not want to ask me is because I might not understand the context of the question like earlier. Yeah, yeah, you choke him. Yeah, I beat the piss out of him. Stab him. Give me that motherfucking autograph, and I elbow him in his nose, and then I knee him right in his fucking gut. I snap his ankle, and then he's like, "Oh, write it for you." And I got his autograph. Do you see like how detailed? Joe just got with that in a <laughs> short amount alive, of time. There's no way in hell I could believe Joe could do any of that damage to anybody there. You know, yeah, I mean, but Joe Joe is going to inflict it on someone who's probably in their mid to late seventies, so he's quite probably going to snap his ankle, make it tap out, turn angle style. And, like just, the so. guy, the guy was like, "Here you go." And Joe's like, "Ah!" And just decides to attack the guy anyway. You know, like he wasn't expecting to actually follow through. Like, sure, kid, just here you go. Just, it would have been, you know, yeah. It could have been so much easier. And just, you know, dog piles them, you know. And... <laughs> oh, man. Tags, it's so much easier. Tags Media right. Animation continuing to steal Tyler's shtick. Here's a quote. Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. That is a softball. If I've ever heard one. But, Tyler, there you go. That is that is indeed a movie quote. Joe, do you know what it's from? He doesn't. Um, Ghostbusters oh. doesn't. Ghostbusters? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there, there you go. Guess, All yes. right. Okay. All right. Well, I got something. Well, yeah, Where was that quote, anyways? Pimping out my my stick all the time. I was like, it's getting to where, like, you know what? We'll just, I'll just say, see you next time, guys. No, I, did, I don't even see that. Got to keep. Uh, Zen <laughs> Brown no, says, any any update on Mark Taylor? I think in terms of like uh, what what he is putting together. No, right? we haven't heard anything, and um, and Rebecca hasn't posted anything. So I, I, I mean, God, we're talking. It's, it's almost been almost a year since Mark and Rebecca were on here to talk about the book and what he had going with Axel and everything. So um, it's hard to say what happened with that, but I'd like to think that there might be an update for that in the near future. But you know what? Could be anybody's guess on that one. So Yeah, because we'll definitely have them back on when they're ready. Maybe we're lucky. Maybe book. Mark get to, got to contribute with the Origins line, you know? Hey, anything, yeah, cool. anything's possible. All right, well, that's a good, I think, uh, question to end the show on and I still Zentron we never got your answer to your thing so uh, yeah hopefully we'll see your answer before you bow out 
And you know, he and as Grimbot said, yeah, Mark Taylor was having health issues, but he's doing better. Yeah. You know, thank God now. So yeah, thank God. But uh, all right, well, uh, shit, t- oh, almost lost it. I was like, no, we can't go. I, I got to go one show without dropping this thing. There we go. Tyler, yeah. anything you want to recommend before this thing collapses? No, I, I would do my reading rainbow gimmick, but it just kind of feels like it keeps dying every time I do it. Last time it happened because you're sitting there, and I guess your phone messed up, and you're just like, oh, dude, damn it. Well, at, I mean, it's not like you know, anytime I do this stuff, anyway, you ever actually gets a response or a chuckle on anybody. So, um, I'll do it again. I'll make sure to laugh. Do it right now. I don't have one right now, you know, and I don't even have the sound effect loaded up because I'd already told myself I'm not doing it. People don't care. They only care about ankle articulation and, and paint application, all other horse shit. Well, Ryan answered, there. said the Zentron answered earlier, and I guess the quote was from Dogma. I, I'd hate to say I've never watched, I've never seen that movie. I, I don't even know what Dogma is. I've I haven't, haven't watched Dogma in a long time. I need to get around to doing that again. Yeah, actually. before Kevin Smith movie started to suck. Okay. All right. Well, I, I wanted to thank everyone, you guys in the chat room and everybody else to ask the questions on Facebook and other parts of social media. We really appreciate it and hope you enjoyed this episode. And of course, hope you pop in next week. And anybody new to the channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and ring that bell so you can always get notified when we go live. So until next time, have a powerful day. That's right, asshole. Shit happens. Damn it, I don't know. I'll that, pass that it can, to you, Nathan. That, that can I feel like that could have been in a variety of things. Hopefully you get it, Nathan. I don't know what that uh, is. And we always give about 30 seconds to the chat room because of the delay. We'll see if anybody in the chat room gets it. Because so far nothing's popped up, but it's almost there. Yeah, I yeah, it's gonna be one again. I know Tyler care to well, care to Tyler. throw out a lifeline on that one, Tyler? Give give just a, a, a smidge of a hint. Uh, no, Danny no. Glover says it. Danny Glover? Can you, can you say uh, it one more time? Uh, I, 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 yeah, say it one more time. That's right, asshole. Shit happens. I'm going to go with Predator 2. Ding, ding. Oh, okay. What part of the movie did he say that at, or to who did he say it to? To the Predator, when he kills the Predator. Oh, he did say Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> what did he say? That, and what movie did he say? And what part did he say? And who did he say that to? <laughs> and then I was you, curious. And then you tell me, he's like, okay, well. Yeah, he has was, all these details. And he's like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Joe, no, like... Joe, Joe just loves to make it sound like what you have to say is important, when really he didn't give a shit about any of it. I, no, I really did want to know. But see you guys Nathan next does time. the same thing to me, too. And he's like, Cool. Yeah. He did that last week too. I think on that movie quote where you you gave him the movie quote at the end. It was remember when I had to bow out, and then he said, "Huh." Ah. He almost did it. Saw me like, hmm, "Okay." Yeah, he just you know, like, you know it's like it's like when Michael Myers' parents show up and they see Michael with a knife, and they just kind of, "Huh." <laughs> yeah, Our, a boy has 30. a knife. He's standing outside. Something's not right here. Like there's just right. no genuine reaction at all from either one of you. Yeah, I remember that was a weird thought part of that movie at the beginning, but all right, see you guys next time.